Hi, and welcome to Save the Track Bike, the Fixed Gear Cycling Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua LeBure. On today's episode, I get to talk to Jason Cologne, aka Buckets, on Instagram at Captain Buckets with a K, Captain with a K. So go follow him. Uh, we had a really good conversation. We talked about Red Hook, the Mission Crit series, C6 Racing, his racing team, his podcast, Cat6 Cheesemus, and just what the scene's like in New York and all that good stuff. I found this conversation to be like really inspiring and buckets is just such a kind person and just has a super deep passion for cycling and you can just tell listening to him talk so i thoroughly hope you enjoy this conversation so let's get to it Just, just buckets, just buckets. All right, cool. I'm here with a uh, Jason, uh, aka Buckets. Um, yeah. Do you want to go? Do you want to introduce yourself and tell people where you're from and what you're about? Sure, sure. Uh, what's up, Josh? I'm Jason, uh, also known as Buckets in the community. Uh, the nickname came from playing basketball growing up in Spanish Harlem few of uh, the people I used to play basketball with uh, used to name me Sabonis when uh, when I was raw, when, when I was first starting. And then as my game developed, I started to drop a lot of buckets. So they called me Captain Baja Buckets. Baja standing for down or or dropping a lot of, you know, dropping. So, uh, yeah, that's where I get the nickname Buckets from. And then around 26... Yeah, I was about 26. I had just recently got surgery on my knee for a torn meniscus that I had for like about four years. Uh, I was trying to play sports through that injury and uh, just didn't have medical insurance. I was being dumb about it. And uh, so once I finally got the uh, once I finally got the surgery, I used to for rehab, I would be on a stationary bike and I played a lot of YouTube while I was on a stationary bike. Uh, this led me to watch Line of Sight, uh, Track or Die, Alley Cats. Nice. Uh, uh, yeah, it got me. That's how that's how I got in the scene. And this is about 2013, right? So prior to this, I basically rode maybe like a BMX or mountain bike once or twice. Yeah. Like I really, I never really owned a bike. Uh, I lived in a city that was, I, I guess, growing up in in the city, like all I saw were basically BMX and mountain bikes. But like I was able to travel by train. And the Metro card and the Iron Horse definitely got me around. And then, like I said, so I come out of rehab and now, like, I'm hooked. Like, I want to get a track bike. Uh, Premium Rush just came out. So I'm basically grouped <laughs> with that generation. Yeah. Even though I, uh, Premium Rush definitely did not get me into it. But, you know, I'm still grouped with that generation because I came in the scene around that time. Yeah, man. I remember riding yeah. with friends to go see that. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, when it was so, in the theaters. Um, and it's actually, it's not that bad of a movie, man. I mean, you don't get four options to fucking be able to, like, ditch and dodge traffic. You get maybe one. Yeah. And it better be the right one. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that's, I definitely learned that. And like I said, so prior to that, prior to getting a track bike, and shout outs to Ramel Anderson, who used to be the head mechanic at um, Recycle a Bike out on Vernon and Jackson Boulevard out in Queens. Um 
I show up to his shop one day and I have a women's frame Peugeot or Peugeot, I believe it's right. Right. I think it's so. You're right. All right, cool. I, I, I always butcher some names, man. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> I do too. Good, good. <laughs> right, right. I mean, no disrespect, but you already know, man. It's the it's the accent. But either way, um, so I show up to the shop and I'm like, yo, I want to turn this into a track bike. And he looks at me and first thing he does is laugh. And he's like, yo, bro, you can't turn that into a track bike. But what I can do for you, I have this seized seat post in this frame. And if you can take it out, it's yours. So, yo, I was there for a whole week straight, man going there on the train and just like trying to get a filer to like file that seat post down because there was no way we can like uh i guess move it back and forth to get it out so i'm there a whole week and he saw the dedication that i had so um during that time he just said man look uh this frame doesn't seem like it's gonna get the seat post out ever here's this other frame which is a early 2000 bianchi steel track frame right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I said, I was hooked from that. And after that, my second bike, well, actually, that first bike, I I really rode to the ground. I put dents in it. Uh, I got hit a few times on it. Uh, sh- let me tell you, every night I would get that bike and uh, I would do two laps in Central, head out to down the West Side Path, the West Side Highway, take Brooklyn Bridge to Manhattan Bridge to Williamsburg Bridge, Pulaski and then to the 5.9 back home to 116. And that was like almost every night because, you know, I was just so hyped off the of just being on a track bike and the love of just and the freedom of just riding. And uh, it was so much fun, man. So that's that's pretty much how I got into bikes. Yeah, that's rad. Yeah, it's I mean, that's really similar to my story, too. Just like except out here in Denver, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I can only imagine. How's that altitude, man? Uh, You know, I don't really notice it anymore. I've lived here so long. Um, right, right. But I actually haven't done any races or anything like outside of Colorado yet. So I'm kind of stoked to see what my endurance is like when I go do some races in like California and like Milwaukee and stuff this year. Cool. So cool. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Milwaukee, you coming out to the to the fixation series? I want to. It's not it's not a crazy drive from where I am. So I'm thinking right. that I want to just throw my bike in the car and go. So, All right, cool, cool. Yeah. Shouts to Tribe. They uh, they uh, basically gave me a free trip to go out there and race last year in that series, and uh, I was able to rub some elbows with some of the best American racers, and it was so much fun, man. Let me tell you, so nice. much fun. Who did that? It was, uh, sorry. Who did that? Was you said Tribe Bicycles? Yes, Tribe Bicycles basically nice. gave me a bike. Uh, they was like, "Yo, just come out, ride this bike, and uh, you know." We'll, we'll let you stay with us and we'll definitely drive out with you and i was like all right cool so we're out and uh yo it was so much fun i was able to do the milwaukee and uh, chicago fixation series and being able to yeah man being able to race with addison josh uh chris there's there's you know so many big names and being in that pack yo it was so much fun and actually my first my first experience with like some of those big dudes uh was earlier last year february i was able to go to the socal fix series with a couple of my friends nice. and uh i was able to do two races out there and for a while i was able to hang on for the top man and uh the first race uh i got a dnf my chain drop uh and it was such a bummer because i was coming into the last turn with like top 15 and then the whole chain drops and uh it just you know bummed me out man but yeah. then the second day, I was able to get 
uh, I was able to get 12 the second day. And, you know, that was that was first person on the East Coast. And that's all I was aiming for, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. That's awesome. I was just so hyped. And I was able to go um, shouts to Cycle Feed. Uh, I don't I don't think they no longer exist. But, you know, those dudes are so rad and they got me on their podcast and it was so cool. And um, just just so much love out there in Kylie and shouts to those people out there for sure. For sure. Yeah. I just talked to um, this girl, Sydney Richardson. Uh, she goes. Oh, like, quad. Yeah. Hey, so quad. Yeah. Yo, she's the best. Yeah. Man, so funny. I have yeah. her episode coming out on. Well, it'll already be out by the time this comes out. But. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> but. Uh, so cool. But yeah, she was rad, and we were talking a lot about SoCal, and it seemed like a really cool series. I really want to try to get out there for at least one. For sure, yeah, definitely, man. Uh, it's 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 an adventure, and you know, it's good, clean racing. And where else can you get that type of caliber of talent on a track bike? You know? Yeah, for sure. So if you really want to test what you got and the level you at, you definitely sign up for one of those races. And shouts to uh, Lewis, who throws the races, uh, OC Breakless. Yo, dude, Lewis was the man, showed mad love, like like he knew me since day one. And uh, he's always shouting out the podcast. I got to send them and also send you some sweaters, man. We're going to get that merch soon. I don't mean to talk about that, but yeah, yeah. shouts to Lewis, regardless. Hell yeah, that's rad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want to try to do some stuff soon, so I'll definitely try to get some out to you guys. <laughs> oh, for sure, man. Yo, yeah. big shouts to you, man. Save the track bike, yo. Everybody go follow that. If you're listening, you already know. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you're doing something, man. Uh, I've listened to some of the episodes, and they're so cool. Uh, and I, it just... It reminds me of like what me and Gabe and Cisco were able to do with our podcast. You know, we had something grow out of a bike shop basement. Like we were there one day, and I'm listening. Yeah, to yeah. Shout that out real quick. Uh, tell oh, people yeah? like if they haven't heard of your podcast, uh, uh, just tell them about that. How did it get started? It's called Cat Six Cheeseman. Is that how you say it? Cat Six Cheesemas. Yes. Cheesemas is a uh, slang Spanish word uh, used used by most Puerto Ricans in New York. And um, it's basically gossip, right? Yeah. So how that came about, I was listening to like mad podcast at the time. Uh, I was a courier in New York City. And, you know, you get a lot of time on the road. So you want to listen to something and music gets whack after a while. So I'm listening to this podcast. Uh, I go to the bike shop, uh, bike stop out in Queens, Astoria, shop to them. Uh, And basically at the time, Cisco's the manager and my friend Gabe is uh, the mechanic. And... uh, we're there one night after the shop is closed and right before we're about to go bowling and we're like thinking we want to we want to we want to put something together for the community you know we want to give a platform and there weren't too many at the time there were no like there weren't too many bike podcasts you had cycle feed and then uh crosshairs which is a cross it's a cycle cross podcast uh i forget who is hosted by but it's called crosshairs and those were like the only two that we knew. And um, so we're, we're there and we're in the basement and we're brainstorming what, what we're going to do about the show. And I wanted to uh, I wanted to host a show that was basically Cat Six Stories, which is uh, if you don't know about Cat Six, it is a street term used in most uh, messenger communities where it's an impromptu race. You look at the you look at somebody who's riding with you in the streets and, you know, you get that eye contact and you're like, Bro, you're not going to drop me. Stop it. <laughs> so it becomes, you know, and it's usually on the street, on a bridge, 
uh, really dangerous, really stupid, but people got egos and, you know, you want to stroke your ego sometimes. Pause. <laughs> so, yeah. So we're there and um, I tell them that and they're like, that's cool, but then that's only going to be like five, maybe ten minute podcast. Uh, at the time, there was so much drama uh, in New York City as part of the scene, whatever, you know, cycling scene we have. And uh, since there was so much drama... We were going to give a platform for people to talk about what's happening in their lives. If it's like it gives them a chance to like promote their things and like, like I said, give them that platform like you do. And uh, basically, we were able to combine the two shows. So we created Cast Six Chiefsmiths. Nice. Where, I love and your guys' where, podcast, man. I listen to every episode since I found it. Um, so. Gosh, gosh, for real? Yeah. I love it. Stuff. Yeah, thank you, man. No, yeah. for real, I appreciate. I, think, I really appreciate that. I think man. you posted about it on Instagram maybe like three months ago, and then after that, I just like just started listening to every episode. I love it. Good stuff. Dogs, dogs. Thank you very much, man. Yeah. We're, we just finished our second season, which is also our second year, and um, you know, steadily we're growing and we're getting more listeners and more followers. And yo, I appreciate everyone, bro. Anybody who follows, anybody who like just sees the vision that we're trying to put out there man i appreciate the love i appreciate the support and uh we're always going to try to give back and uh give you good content you know nice i had a cat six the other day so you know maybe i'll save it till i'm on your guys site but i don't know (laughs) you know i was just about to ask you like maybe you could tell us a story but all right i'll give it now because it was a pretty good one it was a pretty good one so i was i was out we have like this we have this bike trail it's like a, it kind of goes through the city diagonally and avoids like roads. And okay. I take that sometimes when I'm feeling like riding to work really chill. Cause it's like <laughs> pretty much goes straight to my work. And okay. the other day I was just like, I was just riding on it. I was riding pretty fast, but I was just kind of, you know, I was going to work. I wasn't trying to race anyone. Of course. Of course. <laughs> exactly. Which is what <laughs> the story is. And right? then all of a sudden I just feel this person just kind of like, get up on my wheel like real fast and i was like damn this person's really fast and then they like (laughs) they like fly around past me you know and they're on this giant mountain bike and i Mm -hmm. noticed that it's an (laughs) e-bike and then i'm just like you know what i feel like pushing myself a little bit now so i just like i just start booking it and i just put on like a bigger gear on my bike like that day (laughs) i was gonna go on a ride after work so i'm on my like race bike (laughs) there we go there we go and i just like i just like push as hard as i can and then like i finally passed the guy and then i got off on my little exit (laughs) to get off the trail i was like i'm done (laughs) <laughs> I'm done. That's it. I got him. That's it. I pushed 25 because I know he's at least going 25 with that motorbike. Yep. Yo, good job, Josh. Good job. Yeah. And yo, I heard you say book it, man. It was so cool hearing you say that. That's, yeah. that's definitely a word. If you would have used Jet as well, I would have been like, yo, did you grow up out in New York? Was right. <laughs> I only, right. I've only been in New York once and I didn't have a bike when I was there. So okay. I need to, I need to uh, fix that. Yeah, you definitely need to fix that, man. Uh, can you ride a uh, 56 size? 56? Yeah. Yeah, that's my size. Oh, man. So when you're out here in New York, man, I already got you on that bike, bro. Just Hell get yeah. out here. Hell yeah. Uh, I want to try go, to get go. out there, so I'll let you know. 
<laughs> Yo, thank you for sharing your Catholic story on your podcast, man. Thank of course. You course yeah for sure for sure yeah man so tell me uh so y'all are from queens right uh no originally gabe is the one from queens okay. born and raised out there and then cisco was born out on the uh, west coast out in cali and then i was born in el barrio new york which is spanish harlem okay yeah and then we all so how i met gabe was i was a messenger and we worked at the same company and then uh, while he was doing that, he was also part time at the bike shop. And that, like I told you, which was Cisco's manager. And that's how basically that's how we all came together. And then the podcast was going to start in Queens. And shout outs to Bolero, because that's where we do the podcast. We're in a bowling alley. And basically the race team and the podcast, everything is, is centered, centered out of Queens. But, you know, we're we're from around. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. So what's yeah. the so what's the cycling scene out there like? Can I give us a feel for people that aren't from there? Um, as far as like races, I mean, everybody knows Red Hook. Like, yeah. What other yeah. kind of stuff is going on besides that? So, uh, we the scene is it's a pretty big scene with uh, all different disciplines. Uh, you have the Casino Velodrome, which we are very lucky to have. It's not the best one, but hey, we got one. Yeah, and, um, that's better than most, <laughs> right? That's our local track racing, and that's 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 where we get to do our left turns all around. And then you have uh, basically the alley cat scene, which started me, which where I got my start. And in the alley cat scene, it's the numbers have died down a little bit, but you know, for those who are real and want to play in traffic, you got that. Then you got your road scene, so it's a pretty big scene with very different personalities, a good mix. Uh, very good competitive talent out here, and if you come out here, the weather is definitely gonna test you, man. Let me tell you that. Yeah, the one time I was there, it was hot as fuck. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. In the summer, it's really hot, yep. and in the winter, it's super cold. Like we just today it was like nine degrees, bro. And shout outs to all the couriers that were out there. Shout outs to the people working today. Uh, I hope you got tipped today because uh, it's brutal out there, man. And you you live in Colorado, you know what it's oh, like, yeah. man. Oh yeah, I yeah, feel you. Yeah. It's For like sure, uh, sure. I went riding the other day and I did like I did like 20 miles and I was like, all right, I'm going to turn around. And I was fine. Yeah. It felt like 24. It was fine. And then yeah. like I turn around and I have this headwind and all of a sudden oh. it felt like it was like zero degrees in my hands or I wasn't wearing enough clothes. It was a bad choice. Oh, no. So I had to yeah, ride but- like 20 miles with my hands just like so painful. <laughs> oh, dog! I feel your pain. No matter what you do, right? No matter yeah. how much warm up, no, you could go as fast as you want, as slow as you want. It's not gonna change. Yep. <laughs> man, it was brutal. the cold is. Yeah, the cold is something, man. Old man winter, yo, kicking our ass. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. But no. Uh, to get back on the uh, New York cycling scene, whatever you want to do, if if whatever kind of discipline you want to do, we have it, and they're all very competitive. Uh, it's a it's a great scene, and I'm glad to be a part of it. It's going to be my fifth year racing here, and as well as my actually no, it's going to be my third year racing, uh, as far as uh, sanctioned races goes, and then my fifth year overall riding a bike. Nice, word, that's awesome. Word. That's awesome. So, how did Tribe come about? Because uh, I think that's actually how I found your Instagram was through Tribe Bicycles. Because uh, I was trying to figure out what track bike to get and. I was just like searching around everywhere and came across them and and like 
they seem like a really cool company. One of my friends rides the messenger bike and, uh, yeah, I don't know. How did tribe come about for you? Yeah. Uh, so shouts to tribe, shouts to Mitch and Wyatt who are, I guess the co-founders of tribe. And, um, one day I'm riding in casino and Caesar McKay approaches me and he's like, yeah, yeah, bruh, come talk to me. And I'm like, all right, what's up? So uh, he's like, yo, Tribe is looking for some racers, man. They want to go do the series out in uh, the, the Fixation series. And we're looking for some strong racers. And according to Caesar, I'm one of the strongest. And I was, you know, I was very humbled by that, that they actually offered me. So then um, I got to meet Mitch and Wyatt. And, you know, anybody trying to offer me a bike and a trip at this time, it is so costly racing. Oh, totally. And, I'm, I'm a full-time dad and, you know, I'm full-time work. It's so hard racing and it's, you know, bills everywhere for everyone. And uh, so anybody, he, he offered me the free trip and I was like, yo, we out, bro. And uh, I was able to put on for them and it was it was awesome, man. It was a great trip. Uh, again, shout outs to Caesar who put me on, man. Hell yeah, that's, that's really good to hear. I love hearing about companies like kind of going out and supporting writers and stuff. It's Those stories are always really inspiring, I think. Uh, oh yeah, it's definitely great, man. You know, it's an East Coast company. We don't have too many companies out here, that, and they're investing in the community, bro. They're taking local racers and taking them out of the state to go race. Who else is doing that right now? You know, Hell at yeah. least on, at least on the East Coast, yeah. they're taking. You know, we, we. I don't know. I guess there's a kind of a prejudice on the East Coast because uh, we definitely don't have the elevation that you got on the West, and uh, you know that's that's definitely helpful. But um. Dude, yeah, shout to Tribe for, for taking us out there, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of wanted to talk about the that race series in general. Like, okay. how did that go? Um, and, like, what were the courses like? Just kind of what was that whole experience going down to the Midwest and doing that? Uh, it's the Fixation and the Intelligentsia series, right? Sorry, I think that was – was that the uh, Chicago one? Intelligentsia might have been Chicago, right? Yeah, I think that was Chicago. Because Fixation had two series. There was one in Milwaukee. Okay. And um, the Milwaukee one was the first one. That's uh, That was in June. And originally, I went out there again with Tribe. And that was me and Caesar racing under the Tribe banner. And um, it was fun, man. Again, uh, I was pretty stoked. I was really happy to see some familiar faces when I got to see Addison and uh, a few of the dudes out there. And the course, so the first day I go and I have two options. I either have 48-14 or 49-14. And uh, not knowing the course and, you know, if I ask fellow riders, not a lot of them are going to tell you the truth about what they're riding. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> wants to keep their HBO secret. I'm letting people know. 48-14 or 49-14. Come holla at me, you know? Right. So, um, yeah, so usually with your competitors they're not going to tell you so i really didn't know and this is my first time uh one of my boys john actually gave me the course details he sent me a screenshot of the course and i'm this is like my real first year racing against these guys so it's like uh i I don't i'm a rookie man i'm a rookie so i really don't know what to expect going into these races i know they're really fast and you better hang on and the course was really they were technical uh as compared to the Cali series, out in Cali, I felt like we had wider spaces and longer, long, bigger blocks, basically. So they were wider spaces. And then on these courses in uh, Milwaukee and Chicago, they were a bit more narrow down one ways and stuff like that. So 
just being able to like you have to get a feel for the course first so you can't go out and floor it from the beginning even though you're supposed to floor it because if you don't hang on to those first few people forget it your race is done you're going to be midway and you're probably going to get caught especially for red hook yeah um going back to the fixation series uh they, they were so much fun, man, and they were so fast. I think the pace was over 26, and these guys are brutal, man. It's You really have to train, and you really have to be on top of your game to even hang in the first few laps with these guys. And once you hang in those first few laps, you're able to get that uh, that recovery. If you're not able to recover at speed, forget it, dog. You better you better keep training. Because <laughs> these guys yo, are so elite, and I, the learning curve has been steep, dog, let me tell you. It's it's but it's been fun, man, and I hope I hope I get to uh, race again with these guys this year and rub some elbows again, man. Hell yeah, that'd be rad. Uh, yeah, right, right. So I was listening on your podcast and you were talking about uh, uh, Cat Six Racing Team. Um, C Six. Yep. Yeah, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Like who's on uh, the team and and uh, what do you what are y'all's plans for 2018? Oh, for sure, for sure. All right, so C6 Racing came about. Um, I used to be on Crankshift, right? And uh, uh, Crankshift was one of the powerhouses in our local circuit. Uh, but unfortunately, through different visions and different things, we were we dis, we disbanded. And um, so I knew coming into the next season that I would need a team to, like, not just to just to train with it's good to have a good a good group of people around you so that you guys can push yourselves you know keep uh so you guys can keep in shape basically so um with the podcast i was thinking me and cisco were thinking let's start a team and we wanted to fill out a roster of like good good talent in the neighborhood and um we reached out i think one of our first picks were uh Shouts to Victor Martinez and shouts to uh, Avery uh, Gilbert. He, uh, they were they were out there uh, racing with Skin and Destroy, and um, we decided Skin and Destroy was one of my clothing sponsors at the time and still is. Uh, we decided to join the teams and become C6 Racing slash Skin and Destroy, but under the C6 banner, right? So they were our first two picks. Then uh, we were able to talk to Lester Lee, one powerful sprinter man this guy is the lebron james of our scene this guy is built and he's naturally gifted dog i look at him and this dude's eating like cheeseburgers and pizzas and he's <laughs> built he's built like a god dude uh, it was so hard to get to like because you know i'm i'm hispanic right so uh we eat good and it's hard to like maintain that weight and be be in racing form right now i'm like two i'm about 217 so it's I'm I'm on a bigger side, but you know you got to be in racing form and you got to be lean because these guys these guys are serious pros. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Lester is awesome. Uh, during the season, we picked up Giovanni Ramirez. Uh, he was he was also on that tribe trip in Chicago, and we were able to bond and see a similar vision. And he saw that he saw what we were trying to do at C six, and he didn't really have a team at the time. So just through just through that series and coming back and racing the local track scene, we developed a uh, a bond. And of course, he became family. And with family, you're going to put him on regardless. So put him on. Uh, and then it's Cisco, 
who is our sound engineer and our team manager. And he does all the cross racing. And let me tell you, Cisco Cologne is a beast on the dirt, man. He's been uh, he's been killing it out here in the local series. Also, shouts to Keith Garrison. He's a King Cog team leader. Uh, he put on a couple of cross races locally for uh, Cisco to go have fun. Nice. And, uh, oh yeah, I heard about. Uh, I heard that interview you guys did with him. Yeah, it was it was really fun, and he gives good insight on how hard it is to to like throw a race, especially a sanctioned one. Yeah, and, for sure. I, I'm kind of trying to figure that out here because uh, we don't have like a dedicated like fixed gear crit out here. Right. So we're right. we're trying to me and a couple people are trying to figure out what we can do. So we'll see what happens. I don't know. Yo, Josh, <laughs> let me tell you, man. Josh, it is so hard to throw a crit, man, and yeah. especially a fixed gear crit. They're gonna want to see. I don't know, maybe Denver or you're you're Colorado Denver? Yep. All right, cool, cool. Maybe they, their regulations and street regulations are different from New York, but like dog, if you don't have the money and the backing from lawyers and stuff, this isn't gonna happen in the city. Well I uh, did have one breakthrough the other day where I talked to my friend and she works for the city of Denver and she was like, Oh, I get a like free permits to put on things, so let me know. Let's go. So yeah. Yes. So that's yes. that's why I'm kind of like, all right, maybe I should move forward and try to do this race. So we'll see Josh. what happens. <laughs> Yo, Josh, Josh, push the culture, man. Make that happen. All right, man. Yeah, man. I feel you. And let me know. Let me know if it's on. I'll definitely fly out and go attend, man. I would love to be a part of that. Hell yeah. That's good but to hear. Yeah, 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 man. Let me tell you. And it's so hard to put on fixed gear crits over here, right? Uh, like I said, you need a permit. You need a spot. Usually we do local race series. So we... uh. Shouts to uh, Corey Hilliard, who hosts Not So Friendly Laps, which is uh, a local non-sanctioned race series that we throw in Par- Prospect Park. And uh, a lot of good talent comes out through there. All the amateurs are there for us, you know, and yeah. uh, good quality racing. And that's how we stay fit most of the time. But like, yeah, it's so hard throwing races, man. And it, you got to have the backing and you got to have people to, you know, to actually come out. I, I try to throw Black Friday Crit, which is... Last year was his third year in a row, and it's been very successful. I Again, I appreciate everyone who shows up. I, I throw it Black Friday, which is November, and it's you know it's not the best time to race a track bike in New York City at that time. And I love that people show up. We always get at least 50 in attendance and at least over 20 racing. And, you know, that shows dedication and what, what we're made out here in New York, man. And I appreciate everybody that comes through and... For now, it's a uh, underground series, but hopefully I can get the backing and the permission to make it another crit series that's not Red Hook, because Red Hook is so pro. Yeah. It is so pro, and it's so hard to make it, and that's that's really anybody that's racing this local scene here who even wants to have fun just to do it, you know you're just racing for the daytime pictures. It's really hard to make that nighttime. For sure. And there's no... Yeah, there's no other series out here like that that's, you know, track. We have... I was thinking maybe doing it at Floyd Bennett, but uh, I got to speak to those people first because mm-hmm. uh, we would be able to have a closed off road there. But uh, again, that's going to be hard and I got to make those connections first. <laughs> yeah. Was, was it SoCal that puts on like uh, they have like an attack category or whatever for? Yes. Yes. They do have an attack category, which is like uh, I guess it would be the JV. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 So it would be like the minor league and uh if you can, I guess if you can dominate that one, that's when you know when you can move up. But yo, that's 
that's even awesome that they even have two different uh, levels like that, and that they can they can actually fund two different races at that time. You know, because yeah, it's really cool. Very, it's very hard to do, man. That's and kind of what I'm get. hoping is like you see Red Hook, you know, like uh, you have all these like UCI pros coming out and like, which is cool because it gives yeah. like it it's like brings kind of attention to the sport and stuff. But right, right. hopefully, as it grows with that, there will be more opportunity for there to be like some different categories. Like if you're doing road crits, you know, you have all day. You got your you know different right. categories of. Uh, of racers so hopefully you know as the fixed gears crit scene grows then there will be more opportunity for other people <laughs> uh, yeah seriously i would really hope because you know it's those who are pushing the culture forward that would give the opportunity for the superstars to come over and cross over yeah. and then once they once they cross over we the you know the little people kind of get left left behind and you know, they they saturate the market, they take it for what it's worth, and then they leave us the purest behind in the dust. But I hope we can all push it forward. And, yeah, let's see what we can do, man. Uh, it's 2018. Why not, right? Right. <laughs> and, you, yo, like, uh, you know what's an experience, too, that I had racing at these uh, piggyback events? And I say piggyback because they allow us to piggyback off, like, the Intelligentsia Cup and all that. When we show up with our track bikes, everyone looks and like, kind of like, oh, those bikes are really cool. But then we're not looked the same as those road racers. Yeah. And uh, everybody, you know, all oh, those fixie bikes and all that. And it's it's not a fixie bike, bro. Like I've almost broke the bank trying to keep my track bike in racing order. Yeah. And it, 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 I don't know how to feel about it because I know they don't know. Yeah. And, I just would like to teach them, and that's why we need to keep pushing the, the culture forward so that everybody can understand that this is just not a fixie bike. Yeah, absolutely. I was talking about that a little bit uh, with someone, and we were talking mm-hmm. about how – I think it was with Josh Tyrell, actually. Uh, when we Josh were talking, Josh. Yeah. yeah, he was nice. I like that guy. <laughs> yeah, sure, um, for sure. Um, but, yeah, we were talking about how uh, – because I have a boss that's a big roadie and he was kind of questioning me about, you know, how you do a crit on a track bike when you can't stop pedaling, like doing cornering <laughs> and stuff. And I'm like, yep. well, you know, we got higher bottom brackets. We have shorter cranks, you know, like you can pedal strike, but I mean, roadies pedal strike all the time. All uh, the time. <laughs> like I learned that this year. I, yeah. uh, my first year of road racing, not to get off track. And, uh, my first race, I, I'm used to like pedaling through that corner. Yeah. And then, I tried to catch the sprinter who had just left on the sprint lap. And as I'm catching up to him, we hit the turn and I just pedal strike right through that. Oh. But yeah, man. Yeah. You know, you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, when I first, cause I've been riding a fixed gear bike for so long when I first got on a road bike, like maybe a year ago and decided to kind of try that out. Um, it was funny cause I had the opposite problem where like, you know how most people when they start riding a fixed gear for the first time they'll forget that they have to keep pedaling and they try to stop and then <laughs> oh you get that buck action yeah where like yeah it you forward and you slightly endo yep yep and then right. so i had the opposite problem where i kept thinking that i <laughs> had to keep pedaling so whenever i would start coasting i would kind of freak out a little bit <laughs> uh yeah for sure right you get that little panic attack it's like you know that little a little drop me in stomach. I yep. definitely, think, I definitely, I've been there. Yeah, it's funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I, I think it's cool because I 
think that there's a lot of like unique races happening now, like the Red Bull Hill Climb, the uh, Rad Race 42 in uh, Germany, and and uh, Scott and Josh uh, from the State Bicycle Team. They kind of brought to light this race I never knew about. That's like a three day stage race for track bikes in California that like mob and Mondays puts on. Right, right, right. And, uh, man, that kind of stuff, I think, I think that that can really help push things forward. Just having like different kinds of events like that too. Cause I think that day is like, uh, they have a road race on track bikes and then, uh, a time trial and then a crit and I'm yeah. just like, man, three days of racing for one trip. That sounds really nice. <laughs> that sounds great, right? Yeah. So yeah, I don't tell us to email the dates, man, and we'll definitely try to make that trip happen. Yeah, man, that'd be. I think that race sounds amazing, just for a different kind of experience too. Um, but yeah, there's like fixed gear crits happen out here now, uh, but I definitely want to see more that are just fixed gear focused a little bit, right. um, with different categories and trying to get like some of the teams to come out and stuff so we'll see what happens we're working right? on it <laughs> right as long as the funding's there man all this is possible uh but the funding and the people have to be there yeah the funding is the hard part that's what's the hard part we got to get these uh sponsors behind us you know yeah for sure i feel yeah like i'm spending all my money trying to keep my bike in good order too so I <laughs> oh dog i i spent i spent all my savings last year trying to go to all these races and right? stuff but you know it's it's our passion and i would rather spend my money on that than anything else you know absolutely yeah i feel you um so so many distractions out there you what uh, so many distractions out there that you could be spending your money on and uh, i i try to invest it in the bike (laughs) yeah i feel you i think that's good um oh i had a question and now it's Uh, leaving me (laughs) sorry about that man oh no you're good you're good. Uh, um, oh, yeah. I wanted to talk about what bike you're riding now outside of the tribe bike. Um, just like, what's your setup? What you got going on? <laughs> okay, so uh, the tribe bike, uh, I have that one. And then I also have two continuums. Uh, shout outs to uh, Jeff Underwood, who gave me my first break in, in basically the track bike world. Uh, he has a local shop called CC Cyclery down on uh, down in basically off of the city. Shout out to them, put them up. And uh, basically, my first bike was an aluminum uh, continuum. Uh, about what did I have on there? Basically, that was the street bike. So I had mixed race parts, and that was the alley cat bike. And then I have a uh, steel Columbus tubing continuum. It's the fire red one that I have. Yeah, and, uh, I've seen the pictures one. of that one. Let me tell you, man, that, that rides like a dream, man. I love that bike. Uh, I I wish it was a little bit bigger. Uh, it doesn't fit me. It's a 56, but it's not like a true 56. So um, it's I got to put that 130 on. I do have longer arms than uh, most. So it's a, it's, a, it's a bit uncomfortable now, but uh, it's my favorite bike. It's my race bike, and uh, I have all my best parts on there. I have uh, some zip bars. I have a Thompson cockpit. Uh, let me tell you, the uh, Geno 75s on the on the cranks and all that. And uh, Bespoke Chainring, shouts to Bespoke. Uh, they hooked me up with their chainring last year for Red Hook. It's a 49T, like I told you, my favorite. 
and yeah that's 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 my bike man and uh you can also check it out at uh terry's video terry barnston oh yeah uh, i was gonna talk to you about that up. next actually <laughs> oh yeah all right so there you go shouts to him go look him up on youtube uh you can see the bike there and uh it was yo let me tell you it was fun doing a video with him yeah uh, that video is sick i love his style i never saw them before you posted that video yeah um but damn, the way he follows and just the camera angles he gets, and I don't know what he's doing to get all the. I'm a filmmaker too, so I'm like nerd out about all that stuff. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> those videos that he puts out are just so gorgeous. And that one you were in was, yeah, that got me stoked. I went and rode like directly after. I was like, I gotta go right now. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that, man. Where and also shouts to you, man. I saw that uh, you have a feature film length, out, a feature length film out. Oh yeah, uh, we're editing it right now, so. All right, cool, cool. Send yeah. that link. It's done, man. I'll definitely watch it. Hell yeah. I have a friend uh, who is a filmmaker that lives in Queens, uh, and so I'm hoping to go out there and do some kind of event with him when it's done. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Let me know when you're going to come out there, and I'll let you know what events are going to happen. And uh, we'll definitely link up and make that happen, man. Cool. But yeah, riding, with, uh, riding with Terry, man, uh, it was so much fun. He comes up to me and he's like, yo, what you want to do? And I'm like, well, you know, I'm from uptown and stuff, so we could do like a coffee ride. Well, he actually, he uh, brought the uh, coffee ride to me and he was like, look, I know your name's Coffee Pot and all that on Instagram. Well, it used to be. And uh, basically he wanted me to tell him tell him about myself uh, on a coffee ride. And uh, after the coffee ride is when we filmed the hotline. And that's what you see if you go to his YouTube and uh so much fun riding in traffic in new york and i feel that i've only been riding a bike for five years right mm -hmm. but um i ride almost every day and like i know the streets of new york city and you can never take anything for granted but i feel the way i ride is uh cautious and respectful i might ride in the middle lanes and in the middle of the street but i'm always like giving my hand to a driver or something and i don't mean the finger I mean, like, I'm pointing, I'm going left, I'm pointing, I'm going right. I ask for permission to enter lanes. So it does look like I'm riding reckless, but to those in traffic and when you know your surroundings, um, I'm just another driver out there, I feel like. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I have the same kind of style when I'm riding through the city, too. Just kind of, I don't it's, know. Right, it goes back to the, the, that corny line, oh, I feel one with the bike, and uh, it's it's an extension of my legs when I ride. Right. <laughs> right. I always talk about, I always talk about that stuff like on fixed gear bikes and people are like, Oh, I just feel this like connection and stuff and it's like it sounds so corny, but fuck man, it's true. <laughs> it's so true, right? It's like you really do feel that connection. And it I feel like it goes under like the premium rush uh section. Yeah. But dog, as corny and as cliche as it is, it's really an extension of your legs. And yeah. let's tell you, Terry is a motherfucking beast. He had some wide bars. He had the deluxe wide bars on there. And the dude was cutting traffic better than I was. Damn. And I told him, I told him, dude, you need your own video. Because some of the moves we were pulling, I was putting him in tight situations. Like, we were between, like, a bus and a garbage truck. Uh, so he's filming those all on a bike. All on a bike. Damn. I don't really want to give away his, uh, his thing, but he's filming them on a bike. All right, all right. <laughs> yeah, and I told—I actually told him, like, yo, if you ever want to be behind one of these videos, you let me know, and I'll follow you. Yeah, that'd be yeah. right. Right, right? 
So what are some of your other favorite videos? Have, have you done many other edits or, or are there any other videos that you're not in that you really just want to shout out and you love watching? Oh, for sure, for sure. Yo, uh, shouts to the Cooper one, which broke World Star, and uh, that that really got got a rise. Um, that video is really nice. Uh, any of his videos are awesome. I love watching it. What other videos are like any of the Alicat videos? I feel like I've seen everything on YouTube and Vimeo. Venmo, Vimeo, Vimeo, Vimeo. Vimeo. Yeah. Sorry, Venmo is the uh, cash app. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I probably I probably get a text from them later, but yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So I feel like like I'm YouTube master. I've gone down all the rabbit holes and seen all the videos. Shouts to to all the videos from the pedal documentary. That's really great. Mm-hmm. To uh, shouts to Mickey Moon, who is our local track recorder. So he comes out every event and is able to record all the races and puts them on YouTube for us to go back and watch. And that is amazing, bro. Uh, seeing, seeing yourself grow and watching, being able to like kind of study your own film, you know, that's always been a plus and being from a basketball and sports background, any kind of film is always a benefit to see that any holes in your game and what you should work on. So shouts to Mickey for doing that. Um, as far as videos, all-time favorites line of sight rose sage shout to lucas uh i want to holler at lucas brunel bro uh you have some monster track footage that i'm just trying to see i'm not going to try to put out there that was my first monster track and everybody has footage but nobody's put out a mixtape about it damn and uh yeah right i (laughs) I guess i want to see that too (laughs) right and uh let me tell you the conditions it was so wet it was cold uh shouts to alfred Bobby who won that one but um, yeah, it was fun. And again, it was basically my first experience with the big boys in an alley cat. And being able to finish 19th, uh, unfortunately, during while I was with the front pack, I dropped my manifest. And once it's almost like the pros in Red Hook. Once you get dropped, it is so hard to get back. And these guys are fucking wizards in traffic. Shouts to Dominican Chris. Shouts to Cooper. Alfred Bobie, who come out and keep putting on for the culture. Shouts to young James McKay. You know, it's so much fun being able to ride and race against these guys. And, like, if you just go on YouTube and watch their films, you'll see it yourself. These guys are maniacs and very talented dudes on a bike. Yeah, man, I love that. Uh, I love a lot of those. That, that line of sight video I watched. All the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I watched that a long time ago and just, like, when did that come out even? I'm not trying to even picture. Maybe 11, 12, 2011, 12. Yeah, that makes sense. Man, Yo, uh, that's some good and stuff. And it made Netflix, dog. That film made Netflix. Nice. How crazy is that? Yeah, that's crazy. I think right? that's where I right? saw it the first time, actually. That makes sense. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's good. Yeah, I grew right. up on all the, you know, when I first started rioting, it was... Uh, Mash just came out, and Mecca Frama was being edited, and we like had a screening party at a bar over yeah. here, and <laughs> just like man, I get pumped. I, I seriously, love, I go down the rabbit hole too. I just love watching videos of people riding right, bikes. <laughs> it's beautiful, man, and then it gets me hyped to go ride. And also, shout out to those Mash guys, uh, Chaz as well, man. We have a little monster track rivalry, uh, and it's fun. It's fun, man. 
because uh, we both know Chris and we don't know each other. But um, the first two times we raced Monster Track against each other, uh, somehow we both kept putting our bikes together for the start. And uh, I guess he doesn't think I'm fast enough. So he was like cursing. He was like, yo, get the fuck out the way and all that. And I'm looking at him. I'm like, yo, dog, you in my city, dog. Don't talk to me like that. And, you know, like I did, we didn't know each other. And I don't blame him, dog. I was a rookie. I could have put him in harm. He doesn't know how I ride. So now looking back at it, I was offended. But it's only like I don't know you, you know, so I don't know how you ride. And I get it. I get it. It could be dangerous. We're out in traffic. And now I do know him. And he's a sweet dude, man. Hell of a smile, too, man. (laughs) (laughs) Poster boy. Right? Poster boy for the track bike, dog. Him and Santucci. (laughs) Uh, Did, uh, I think that monster track posted something today do they like announce the date or something or is it coming up soon i don't know uh yes monster track did post so i don't think victor uma shots victor uma who was one of the uh one of the founders and stuff after snake uh he keeps pushing he kept pushing the uh monster track culture forward uh this year he gave the reins to reigning champion dominican chris uh and he will be posting the race and hosting it um I believe the dates are the last weekend. It's the 25th to the 28th, right? Uh, Might be. I think so. Either, yeah, right. Either way, uh, go check it out on uh, on the Instagram page. Follow Monster Track. You'll see it. And uh, if you guys if you guys want a rad ass race, dog, and an intense ride, dog, this is a roller coaster on two wheels. I love, absolutely love Monster Track. Um, I've done it three times. First time I got 19th. Second time, I got 11th. And last year, I arrived first, but got second place. Dang. Good job. I know. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's video on my Instagram about it. You'll see it. I feel like I need to do it. You know? I'm yeah. still young. I need to do something like that. <laughs> Yo, Jay. Jay, come out, bro. February. If you could do it, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Set it up. And it's so much fun, man. It's so much fun. And the after party is always amazing. Oh, Nice. Yeah, yeah, I, I want to try to make it out to as many things as I can because I want to do some like documentary-style podcasts where I'm just kind of like talking about what's happening and interviewing people as I go and all that stuff. But if I can't Please. make it, you should at least come on for like, you know, 10 minutes or 15 minutes or something and like give me a rundown on what happened. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure, man. Uh, yo, if you if you want any news from the East Coast, man, I'll be your, uh, I'll be your reporter out here, right? Hell yeah. I'm trying to get a network of people all around so we can, when I can't make it to things, we can kind of at least cover everything that's going on, you know? Oh, for sure. Uh, That's actually, we we always love working with people, and we actually did that with Cyclophy last year. Uh, They couldn't come make it out to Red Hook, so they asked us to basically take over their channel and, uh, and give them a report about Red Hook. And we had so many views that night. And it was so much fun being able to entertain people. Shoutouts to Gabe, who is my co-host and my partner, my dude. Yo, that dude is so funny. He is the MC of life. And yeah, without him, man, this this wouldn't be able to happen. Hell yeah. Yeah. So did you do, did you race Red Hook last year or have you raced it? Yes, uh, okay. I've done I've done it twice. Uh, my first experience was 2015. Uh, I was super raw, super rookie, and got super dropped. <laughs> <laughs> and the way you the way the format was back then was that you had to have the fastest lap and try to qualify that way. Um, 
I didn't know what I was doing, so I wasn't able to uh, catch a catch the elite's draft so i was out there in no man's land trying to do my own personal best and at that time i was not strong i just started pushing like 51 15 and i definitely could not hold it uh i took 2016 off because i was in a dedicated relationship and i was a messenger still and getting those junk miles and base miles were not it wasn't good for racing so i would show up to a race and already have 75 miles on my legs so when I show up to the race, I'm just getting I'm getting spanked because I don't have anything in the tank. Yeah. So I took 2016 off to race. And then 27. Yeah. Last year I came back and I came back with a vengeance, felt strong. Um, I started the season as a cat four track racer with zero points. And by April, I was cat three. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, it was it was I'm telling you, last year was so amazing for me and it was a breakout season and I appreciate everybody who was with me on the journey. Um, but as the day of Red Hook, um, I'm in I'm in heat I'm in heat one. Boom, right? Heat one, the I believe it was who was who was the top dog in my heat? I think maybe Colin, was it? No, I don't know. I don't remember who was the top dog, but I had a bunch of heavy hitters in my heat. And they decided to put me behind Jeremy Santucci. Uh, so we're starting, we get to the line and, you know, me being able to race with Santucci during the series, uh, during the track series we have here, we developed kind of like a friendship and like, I knew how he, I knew basically how he rode and he knew how I rode. So we wanted to start some team and, um, get some teamwork in. But unfortunately, uh, at the start, people were unable to clip in and we were so far back that, um, by the time everybody was able to clip in, we were just, we were still top 30, but we had lost the front pack. And um, it was about four of us really working hard. We were between 25 and 29th. If you were top, if you were top 20, you automatically advanced to uh, to the night stage. But um, I guess 21 to 30 had to go to last chance. So I'm still thinking I have a chance, right? The last lap comes in and... I guess the racers already finished, but the motorbike is still going and it catches me and they wave me off. And um, unfortunately, since I wasn't able to finish, um, they didn't, even though I finished in the top 30, I wasn't able to compete because I don't have championship points. So I, I didn't make it and I was crushed. And I felt like if I was able to have a good start, I definitely would have made it. But, you know, it gave me more fuel for the season and I'm, looking so forward to doing it again this year and i'm ready man trimble sign me up hell yeah <laughs> yeah dude it's yeah i it's 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 so intense it's fucking nascar on a fixed gear bike and just this is my fifth year and being able to hang in with some of the top dogs and is an experience in itself and man i'm so so grateful so grateful the day i picked up a bike fuck yeah um Let's see, I guess before we get out of here, do you have any like shout outs or anything you want to say before we get out? How can people find you on Instagram? How can they find the podcast, the race team, all that shit? For sure, for sure. So, um, yeah, we'll start with shout outs. Uh, <laughs> shout outs to everyone who supports right now. Um, Primal Kitchen, uh, spin on these. He's going to send me some wheels. I've been looking forward to like race these wheels for a minute. Um, shout outs to C6 Racing. Catch us on Instagram. You can find us there. Uh, Facebook as well. 
Shouts to the podcast, Cat Six Chiefs Mess. Find us on Instagram, SoundCloud, um, and also on iTunes or I, the podcast app on iTunes. And uh, yeah, shout outs to Bike Stop who do who are able to keep my race bike in tip top shape. Um, shout outs to Gabe who's my mechanic and also the co-host. Shout outs to Cisco. Shout outs to the whole New York community, man. It's it's been fun growing up in the scene, and I say growing up because, like I told you, I was a rookie four years ago, and it's it's been amazing to meet the like the street culture and also meet like the pro culture and being able to like try to try to try to combine both, you know. And it's just it's been a wild ride. Uh, so yeah, just go to those pages. You're you'll be able to follow our story. Shout out to the team. Um, yeah. Uh, pretty much. Yeah, pretty man. Much. I want to tell everybody too to go listen to the podcast. It's they have some really good interviews on there. It's really good stuff, and yeah, man. I appreciate that. I and appreciate to that. you, like, good luck with the the race season and everything. Like, I don't know, and I appreciate you coming on this podcast and everything. It's just cool that I feel like since I've started this thing that I've gotten so much support, and it yeah. feels like this community can be like really supportive and awesome. So. I appreciate people like you and what you guys are doing. Uh, same here, man. Just off the strength that you're trying to push the culture forward. Uh, I saw you when you first started, and I saw the when you uh, when you put Save the Track Bike and listening from the first episode on. Keep doing it, man. Keep going strong. I can't wait. Also, do those documentary films. I like. I would love that, man. I want to be able to be like 50, 60, and look back and be like, yo. We did something, you know? We left our mark. What's going to be your legacy, you know? Yeah, man. Let's leave a legacy behind, man. Let's leave a trail so that people can, like, follow and blaze a new path. I agree. I'm with you. Oh, uh, yeah. Yo, so you already know, man. Follow Save the Track Bike. Go like them everywhere. Uh, go follow Cassic Six Smith, C6 Racing. Definitely go follow Terry. Go follow everybody. Just stay up with the culture. And uh, if you see me in the streets, say what up. I'm not going to be an elitist. I know where I come from. I, I'm that dude on that dented-ass Bianchi, bro. Nothing's ever changed. Yep. I'm the guy on the, uh, you know, Bikes Direct Mercier, so. <laughs> Let's go. You know what's funny? Gabe started on one of those, too, man. Hell yeah, those bikes, man. Those bikes Josh, are red. Man, make it out to New York, man. We need to hang out. We'll take you to Bolero. We'll get you on the pod. And, you know, you're already part of the family, bro. Cool. I'm into it. I love that idea. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Cool, man. Well, uh, thanks again. Oh, of course, man. Thank you for reaching out. Thank you for, let, for letting me be a guest. Uh, I was pretty anxious and nervous getting on. You know, I'm usually on your side. Right. <laughs> but um, this, is, this has been fun. Let me know. I'll keep you up to date with anything going on in the East Coast. And let's, let's push the culture, bro. Right, that does it for another episode of Save the Track Bike. I want to thank uh, Buckets for coming on. I thoroughly enjoyed that. It was super fun. I look forward to riding with him and seeing him at races. And this podcast is produced by David Draper. The music is Vitamin Pets. SaveTheTrackBike.com. Follow us on Instagram at SaveTheTrackBike. And until next week... Go ride your track bike in inappropriate places.
if you're into that kind of thing. 